0: what i want you to start doing is leaving me as a youtube comment what i can call you because usually i think i just default to you sick freaks i think it's a sunny reference might just be a tom williams reference the two are interchangeable but I, you know i kind of want to just like open up with a what's up yeah and then something that you guys have suggested how's it going i'm on tour right now i'm in the united states of america by the time you hear this or i might be at the tail end of the uk Euro tour. Either way, tickets at www.straightfromthepath.co. I'd love you to come. I'm going to be at merch. I'm going to be hanging out unless I had a bad gig, in which case I'm probably not going to be hanging out. But if you are really annoying and send me a DM and go, "Oh, I really want to meet you, I will come out. I'm not that guy. There's no VIPs. No one's a VIP. I'm coming. Not like that. I'm coming out. Not like that. Let's carry on. Let's move on. Before I talk to you about Another one of my besties from Nashville. Let's talk about how I got to Nashville. How did I get to Nashville? The lovely people at patreon.com forward slash the Dalby give me one pound basically, one pound a month. They get early access to the episodes, early access to the merch, early access to anything I do pretty much. And then I spend that money going to do cool shit. I went to Nashville, I did all these episodes. I'm going to LA to do more episodes. trying to give you hot quality content why is it only a pound craig because i thought about it it's like netflix is only 10 quid isn't it and that's almost every movie on the planet i mean it's not spotify is 10 quid and that's every bit of music on the planet and i thought well 10 percent of every bit of music that's the quality of the downbeat patreon.com forward slash the downbeat If you don't give a GD about Patreon or getting the episodes early, but you want to look cool, you want a little bit of steez, go to www.thedownbe.at, so it spells Downbeat, pick up a shirt, pick up a hoodie, pick up a beanie, it's getting cold, pick up whatever you want. Thanks very much in advance, because I know you'll do that before I talk about my guest this week, the lovely, lovely Jeremy DePoister from The Devil Wears Prada. Let me tell you about the sponsor of the Downbeat podcast, display display make metal posters they mount on the wall with a magnet there's no paper paper sucks environmentally terrible gets old quicker if treasure maps were made of metal there would be way more treasure found all that treasure written down on a bit of paper no wonder we can't find it are we looking for treasure pirates these days are actually pretty mental not enough pirate like jolly pirates jolly roger this is supposed to be an ad. Just based metal posters mount on the wall with a magnet. There's no drilling. There's no angry landlord. There's just stick the magnet to the wall, stick the thing to the magnet. Boom, your wall looks cool. I got them in my lobby. I ain't got a lobby, but if I had a lobby, I'd have them in there. I got them in my toilet. I pointed at my toilet and I said lobby. I got them in my stairwell. Yeah, I got a stairwell. I'm doing quite well. I got them behind the podcast. I got them all over the shop. They've got, I've got an Akira one, they've got movies, they've got games, they've got a Downbeat store, they've got everything you want. Listeners of the Downbeat podcast can get a whopping 22% off 1-3 to Displates or 33% off 3 or more. Holiday season coming up, it makes a lovely present. Dispate.com, use the code DOWNBEAT. I always wanted to know how to play the guitar. It's not an ad for that, right? If you remember that ad, it's not an ad for that. Stay with me. It's the same ballpark. Are you a guitarist? You've managed to get this far. You've managed to get through the military-grade anti-guitarist systems at the Downbeat. And I feel like it's only fair that I give you an offer for that. The lovely people at Neural DSP are giving listeners of the Downbeat podcast a whopping 30% off. That's 30 with an F. 30% off any of their plugins. So you can plug your guitar in and sound like anyone from Gojira to Pliny tim henson tom morello you want to sound like stray load that one up there's a Nolly pack if you're listening to this podcast you know all these people you want to get that tone straight out of the box or you can fiddle with it i've been doing some fiddling i don't even play the guitar it's making me sound good so look forward to my side project don't know what that's going to be not only do you support the podcast but you support the wonderful people at neuron bringing these plugins and they are wonderful people side note got pretty hammered with them at NAM. 30% off Any plugin at NeuralDSP.com, excluding new releases until 90 days after they've released. The code is DOWNBEAT. That's DOWNBEAT at NeuralDSP.com. Let's get back to the show. (sighs) My guest this week is Jeremy DePoister of The Devil Wears Prada. I fell in love with this man a long time ago when we went on tour together. They did our headliner in 2019, UK and Europe. We sort of had a little bromance there, but it was right towards the end cooled off a little bit then we did the prada tour summer 2022 and we really hit it off he is such a delightful man he is very very smart business-wise with music incredible singer incredible guitarist prada is a misunderstood band a lot of people tar him with the uh, christian rock brush we get into that a little bit we get into all sorts of stuff really i love the guy i love him to death i miss him to death i hope by this point i've seen him because i'm recording this before i go on tour it's jeremy de Boister on the downbeat podcast
1: <laughs> what's up bro
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that you're just immediately on, yeah. on point. Give us that British accent then straight away. Oh, how you going, mate? <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. It's a bit Australian. Cool, innit? it. Innit. Innit, in it, mate. You don't you don't say innit, really. Do you? I, I do. You do? I say innit, but in Reading we got one that's like, we've got a different one that's like specific to Reading, mm. which is innit. Oh, innit. And, and then I've got one as well, which I don't know is me or like London or something, but I go, oh, is it? Oh, is it? Which is, which means it doesn't mean isn't it? It means I well, don't even know what it means. Like well, if someone said "Sorry, go on." Yeah, no. What would it be like? What do you say? Uh, you say like,
1: "Oh, we're just gonna go to Starbucks." And I go, "Oh, is it?" Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? See, I I wish I I wanted to move somewhere else so I have the accent. You have an accent. Do you? Yeah. I yeah. guess I got an accent here. I sound
0: weird. I got oh, an accent right. to everyone. It's great, it's great for business though. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like if I look at the YouTube now, the uh, the stats are like it's uh, yeah. sixty percent. We,
1: we love accents here. It, it's you love
0: a Corden, James Corden, Ricky Gervais. Great yeah, uh,
1: Reynolds. <laughs> Gregory Reynolds.
0: But you you do have some ties to the motherland. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the tramp stamp? Of course, I'm talking <laughs> about the tramp stamp. I'm <laughs> not going to make you get it out, but is there a fi- Can you send me a photo and I yeah. can have Simon just pop it up there? Yeah, I'll send you one. Do you want to give me the story behind the uh, Scot- well, Scottish flag <laughs> tramp stamp? <laughs>
1: Scottish flag tramp stamp. Well, my my family is from outside of Glasgow, your town. And so, Wait, my. would you know exactly where? No, they came from two different villages. My great grandparents, they moved over. Um, to Michigan or something, and then they met over here. They were from like adjoining villages, but then they met here. You know how, it, like, when people in that time, when they moved from like where you're German, Scottish, whatever, they all kind of go to the same place. Yeah. So you know people or whatever. So we grew up like going to, you know, Scottish games and stuff like that, listen to bagpipes. Poor,
0: poor you. Yeah. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, there's a fucking, there's a bag. This is insane. Where I live
0: uh-huh. in the apartment block there's a guy and he's like young Mm. and he practices his bagpipes. Oh, that's cringe. All fucking, yeah, but like, I didn't even know that was done. I thought (laughs) it was
1: just like, oh, let's just wheel in the old dude. I will say the first time when we were on tour with y'all, Mason, our bass player, is his first time ever in Europe. And we got out of the bus in Glasgow downtown and there was a dude playing bagpipes i was like that don't really happen honestly (laughs) i was like i can't believe that's happening it
0: it happens sometimes if i'll bring a guest to do the podcast at home and then i'm like that's bagpipes we're in scotland (laughs) and i don't ever explain like that's not really normal. that's fucking weird oh they really do be just going -ah." (laughs) there's some good bagpipe songs though
1: yeah there's titanic and Graveheart soundtrack? No, I mean, like in our genre. Oh. Corn? Oh, corn's the best.
0: And yeah. then there's a neurosis song with bagpipes. True. And then.
1: I couldn't believe the corn thing when I was a kid. Because, like I said, I'd be going to those games and stuff. And then this sick motherfucker come out like playing the, bagpipe. playing I was the like, bagpipes i everything's all coming together i think that's when i started to develop the main character syndrome i was like this is too curated for me and what i like how can i do an equivalent yeah. of the
0: bagpipes <laughs> thing and it ends up it's just a, a cap and long hair
1: yeah you but have- anyway the reason i got it was um chris our old guitar player he's a tattoo artist he did some like shit on my arm and stuff and we were just, I think we were like 21 on Warped Tour or something and all probably like drunk or whatever. And he was like, Oh, let me do a tattoo on you. I was like, Do it, do a tramp stamp on me. And he was like, What do you want it to be? I was like, I don't know, Scottish flag. Oh, just fucking out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I um, didn't like, plan, none of my, my tattoos are horrible. I haven't planned anything really.
0: You know what is cool though that you didn't get like a Union Jack? Because oh, that's yeah. like now <laughs> pretty much synonymous with like, racism kind of yeah. yeah and just like wanting to bang the queen and shit. <laughs> like just being, it's really bad in Scotland that they've yeah. got a whole thing the two Scottish football teams Celtic and Rangers oh yeah Rangers is like British flags mm-hmm. the queen there's like sometimes you like then they have they've got something called like the orange walk I think it's called I've got no idea what that means oh but they, they like you can't wear it.
1: it's like an anti uh, like anti-Catholic thing right
0: yeah yeah
1: because i remember growing up it's like ireland is cat uh, parts of ireland yeah. is catholic and then uh scotland's protestant
0: but then mm. there's in scotland there's the i think it's the catholics are selwick and then mm. rangers are the and they just fight each other and shit but it's like their their kit is blue Damn, so but, but light tastes good
1: so. it's fucking <laughs> i love but light um <laughs>
0: it's like the, they've got blue kit so it's like well you know don't wear a blue oh, on a, on a okay. sunday but then also the orange water well don't wear orange i was like well that's you are <laughs> cutting numbers off the uh, colors off the <laughs> yeah. spectrum here
1: as a goth though you're chilling you're like oh well i was gonna wear blue or orange <laughs> <laughs> i don't
0: i don't do blue but i do do a fair bit of orange i wear some orange yeah. yeah it's nice yeah it's a nice color
1: I love you, bro. <laughs> uh, what
0: have we been doing? How do you,
1: you got a hangover or not? I, I feel like I'm in a weird transcendent state of permanent hangover slash drinking. This, is, this sound makes me sound like a bad person. No. But we, I mean, me and Emma went out to Sound of Fury for her to play that fast so we've been, it was like a vacation because I'm about to leave and stuff. So we we're like, oh, let's just like party and go to the pool, drink at the pool and stuff. So we did that for multiple nights and we we're like, we need to chill. And then we, as soon as we got home, y'all came in. So we just been, go- and you know how, like, it's like me, you, Emma, Brendan. <laughs> it's
0: the, the ran through four. It
1: is the ran through four. And like, we just, I don't it, I wake up in the morning, I go, you know, i would probably take it easy tonight. And then I see y'all and I'm like, let's burn it through the fucking ground.
0: And that just, that happened the first time we met. Yes. And then it progressed. Do you want to go, go through our bromance? Do you want to take yeah. it away?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, we, the way we met was we went to Russia and played a couple of shows. And then we flew like, I don't know, 24 hours or something. It was like a nightmare. And y'all picked us up at the um london airport the wrong one we was we were at like city airport and you can't pull a bus in yeah so it was like a whole fucked up situation we were like then we just proceeded to fall in love with y'all immediately over the course of like a two-hour drive it
0: was immediate. i think i was asleep for the drive oh yeah you but- were
1: yeah Tom basically just like talked shit on everything ever to yeah. us. Was like, who do we hate? <laughs> we were like, we ate all the same people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I remember it was it was Birmingham was the first show. Yes. Yeah, and I think I'd slept all day and you know, I just played the mm. show. And then someone had gifted me a girl called Beth had gifted me like because I posted on my story that I loved Rice Krispie treats. Oh yeah, she'd gifted me like a hundred. Oh Jesus! And we were loading out, and I was just. <laughs> You, you look like you need some energy. And then, yeah. we were like, and then we went to a bar, and then that was it. it was yeah. Like, okay, that's that.
1: We had the same... I don't know what it is. We just we think exactly the same way, and that became very obvious very quick. So then we just bro down every day, and then I looked at Tom, and I was like, next time we do a tour in the States, like I'm bringing y'all. I, I'm obsessed with you guys. This is so sick. So come to find out, next headline tour we did, because of the fucking pandemic, that... <laughs> I mean, we, we went on tour that tw- right before That was 2019, yeah. yeah. And then right as soon as we come back, we had you all in, in Dying Wish on. So then we, we were already in love with each other. I remember we were in Pittsburgh, and you were like, oh, I don't feel good. Like, I didn't have a good... You're like, the only thing we defer on is that you hyperanalyze your show all the time. And I don't give a fuck about mine. (laughs) I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. And so uh, you were like all stressed out. And I was like, dude, come on. I'm at this bar. Come down here. We'll get a drink, chill out, whatever. And we had a margarita. And then you come up to me after the show. You're like, that's the best show I've ever played in my life. I have to get a margarita tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And you, and you were like, okay, I'm going to bring Emma over. She'll come over and hang out. And then we just went and got margs like every day after that.
0: I can't, the, Pit, the Pittsburgh one, we walked into that bar and it was like a fucking weird. Yeah. Like, kind of looked like cheap, this.
1: Like, they had pink lighting. and
0: Wait, really? I thought it was like a weird sports bar type thing and they had food. Wasn't that the first That No, margarita?
1: that was in Baltimore. You text me, you go, I need another margarita. I can't risk this. Okay. Like, <laughs> I can't, why can't I remember the Pittsburgh? Bar? The, the Pittsburgh one was just a little weird bar. Literally looked like your apartment with like brick walls, pink lights, and stuff. I only know it because every time we are at Mister Small's, we go down there for that.
0: I've oh got no recollection. That's so annoying. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and we went back there after it too.
0: No recollection. I remember the. I remember the next one, and then I remember Stan's...
1: Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. So that wasn't when Emma came to the sports bar thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was just like we were in um, Reading, Pennsylvania.
0: We were fake Reading.
1: Yeah, and it was the worst bar ever, but we really had fun. Yeah, it was fucking fun. <laughs> and then we just went out like every day after that. Yeah, in That was a long tour. Yeah, so it was probably six weeks, something like that. I was dead by the end of it. When we played that Blue Ridge thing, I was like, "I'm I'm a dead person." Yeah, I'm gonna fucking die. And I raged too hard on tour, so it's just like, was that this year?
0: That was last year. No, it was, oh, last it was year. this time last year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Almost a year ago.
0: Maybe to the fucking day. <laughs>
1: we could have had that margarita one year ago today.
0: I need to find out. <laughs> I need
1: to find out just just
0: just for the sake of it. Oh, we got a fucking we've got a uh, producer over there, Emma Boston. Oh, pretty yeah. Hit me! Hit me on what we were we on tour this time? Um, what's today? The fourth? Fourth, yeah. It yeah. might have started one year ago today. No, wow. no, no fucking way. Let me see. Let me
1: see.
0: That would be crazy. Yeah. Some, sometimes the energy is just main character. I'm not gonna yeah. believe this. August
1: fourth, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The race first day of tour. It's been a
0: year. One year ago today. Wow. I knew it. For some reason, I fucking felt it just then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a moon shit."
1: What's funny is, uh, I had never, I had never met. Am I like followed her online or whatever? And I was like, oh, "Okay, uh, perverse." perverse. Yeah, that's not why, but it's, okay. so, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. So <laughs> we, uh, I was like, I got money, and I was like, yo, we should go say what up to the to Dying Wish band, like make him feel welcome or whatever. So we go out there and they had this little U-Haul trailer or whatever. And they's like loading it out and everything. And she was like stuck at the back. And I was like, hi Emma, thanks for doing our tour. And she like, like she gets a certain way when she's like working or whatever (laughs) now that I know her immediately better it's funny but she like turned around just like very focused manic almost kind of so she like turned around she's like hey I was like damn you got pretty eyes I didn't say that I don't think oh no but then I was I looked at money and I was like all right we got to watch them if they suck I'm gonna kill Tom because Tom manages them and he had sent me them before they did that whole crazy year of touring and was like, yo, you got to check out this band. They're going to be the hottest thing. And I was like, eh, whatever. I hate being sent stuff, you know,
0: I can't fucking
1: stand. I rarely it. like it ever, and so I was like, "All right, whatever." And I checked out. I was like, "Oh damn, this is sick!" So he like sent me the record and whatever. But that was still in the they pandemic. Could, they could have been shit live though. They could have blew yeah. it. Yeah. So I remember watching it at the rave, and I was like, I looked at money. I said, "If they suck, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm not doing my whole tour with a shitty band." And they were fucking sick, obviously. But the rave is the one. We played the basement. They had three floors at it. Yeah, that's the one. Buddy Holly's last show. Yeah, haunted pool
0: and all right Yeah, and me yeah. and Dragonite went to uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's room in yeah. the hotel
1: <laughs> at the Ambassador. Yeah, yeah. And, Like you
0: go up, <laughs> we were on like a little horror tour, and you go up there and the room. I can't remember. It's like room two, three, four, or mm-hmm. something. You go up to that floor. Everyone knew everyone liked the conservation and yeah, stuff. Yeah. we just like these fucking goths. What are they up to? <laughs> yeah. You go up there and it goes, room 222, two, 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 yeah. two, two, three, just a door,
1: yep. two, two, five. Yep. And it's
0: like we were just the like, I That's bet you can't
1: go there now because of the show. I bet you I bet they won't let you go there anymore. We went there, it was last year.
0: Oh. You yeah. can't get in the room though. And then what we did instead <laughs> is we went to the fucking <laughs> lobby and we called the room from the lobby. And then it just they just hang it up on you.
1: Oh, yes. Someone answered these,
0: these motherfucking goths.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'll
0: do a question now. All right. Just made it up in my head. I don't. Sure. Have, for anyone listening who you really like the Devil Wears they're <laughs> like I'm sorry. You're gonna you're gonna get to know Jeremy,
1: but Craig's like, wait, you're in a band. You're <laughs> I thought you were just my boy that I hang out with. Do you pick
0: support bands? because your band's pretty fucking big you've been yeah. going for what 40 years or
1: something, yeah, something like that <laughs> like
0: do you pick support bands based on people you want to hang out with for or bands you like
1: um it's kind of like everything else i've just done everything so many different ways at this point i've had a lot of stuff pitched to me by our agent and stuff be like this band's hot and then i end up hating the people in it Generally, for me at this point...
0: Any I, names there? You want to drop a name? Go on. Hey, I got someone. a long
1: list. They've probably all broken up by now. But, um, but it'll be like... It's kind of a combination of both. Like I am very shrewd business-wise. I seem like a funny dude, and I guess I am, but like I take my business really serious. So I want to sell a lot of tickets. And so I pick bands that are hot, but I do want them to be cool. I mean, that's why we brought y'all. It was like both. And then... I was hanging out with Brendan on uh, our tour when he was hanging out with y'all for like a week. And I was like, I went to Tom. I was like, I need to get counterparts on my next tour. And he's like, bet. And and then I was like, no, literally I will. So then we did. But I find that there is a pretty steep correlation between people that are genuinely cool having long-term success. It's rare to meet somebody in like a really big, successful, respected band that sucks. Mm. i have i'm sure you have but generally yeah. they're cool
0: it's weird isn't it and then and generally i also like the music yeah true i don't know i don't know what the fuck there must be an, <laughs> a, an equation there somewhere
1: it's almost like cool people do
0: cool do shit, cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then there might be be on the flip side there might be people that hate our bands yeah hate our personalities yeah and have a completely different set of things and they think I mean, incorrectly. True. They think other other music and other people are cool <laughs> and, and they'd be wrong. <laughs> Have you got anyone that you 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 got on the radar to bring on a tour?
1: Um well, I want to tour with hmm
0: you can say see. no, music sucks, bro.
1: I'm trying to think there's I don't know, maybe I I just I think the biggest thing to me has been trying to normalize people that come from a more hardcore background being able to break out of it into our realm a little more without having to compromise who they are like I I know I would never be like we were the coolest band back in the day but like we've done it right for a while Mm. and I think there's a way to do it so like seeing y'all come more into this world that we've been a part of for a long time with like Silverstein's and this and that on those tours yeah and and i think that that it's kind of like knock loose like or kublai khan they normalize something that we all really like to a fan base that might not get exposed to if it was just niche
0: and it's so sick being that band on the tour like stray isn't fucking knock loose heavy but on a silver steam prada like anything (laughs) like that it's like everyone's like Oh my god! This is fucking
1: yeah. That, that man, is,
0: <laughs> that man is only screaming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah. The um, the, the metalcore tours for us are just. Well, we get like I go on Reddit a lot. I yeah, a Reddit, I got a Reddit account. I don't really sure. post, but I like just look at shit. Yeah, of course. And the difference between our metalcore and our hardcore on Their opinions of Stray from the Bath. I don't know why anyone ever calls Stray a fucking hardcore band in the first <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. But like, our hardcore will just be like, serves so these motherfuckers right for doing all these lame, corny ass metalcore tours. <laughs> and then our metalcore are like, I think I kind of like Yeah, this band. I
1: just saw this band that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. i
0: never fucking heard of them. Did, yeah. Did you, because you had a dip.
1: We yeah, had a dip. Oh, God, did we? Yeah. When, when was your dip? Um, Probably our craziest dip was from we were we were on like a career high when we put out this album Dead Throne, probably twenty eleven, something like that. Um and then we kind of just went a bunch of weird directions. And then um really it was like right after the pandemic stuff like just skyrocketed up again. So uh, yeah, like we had
0: I mean, we've had a bunch of dips as well. Yeah. Did you ever think, well, I always think of a backup plan. I wouldn't do it with Stray because like, <laughs> it's not really my band. I just joined it. But like, I mean, it is now. It's fucking, yeah. It's, it's the fucking me show now, but. Craig and the boys. <laughs>
1: but, but like.
0: Oh, that's a joke, Tom. Fuck
1: yeah. Uh <laughs> z- z- like, <laughs> yeah, He like heard it somehow. <laughs> like, we, I
0: sometimes think when I see a band that's dipped, how mm. long was your dip?
1: Yeah, it kind of depends. Like, I never stopped being able to pay my bills, you know, so I had no complaints. But it was just like, it it was hard to take an L when we had had like six years, probably, of just back to back success. Everything we did was gold. Everything we were doing was awesome. And putting stuff out there that people didn't resonate with, that was tough. It was probably I don't know, maybe until we did our second zombie EP. And then into our new record. Our new record is the best thing we've. Oh, ever I, done think, no, I think no. I think you
0: were still. You were off the dip then. That was
1: only like fucking two years ago. Yeah, maybe it's relevant then. I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but like I always think, and this is not a dig at your band's name, which is absolutely mm-hmm. absurd. Um, yeah, it's the worst name ever. <laughs> <laughs> voted is the worst name ever. I think. Yeah, I think it but was. That, yeah. just bad fucking luck with that like yeah it was a book first right
1: yeah it was a book yeah and then right when we got signed they put out a movie of
0: it had it have been just a book yeah of mice and men you're fucking (laughs) fine however
1: they bring out a fucking
0: of mice and men now with like (laughs) fucking i don't know
1: even now it would be fine it was just like the same year but i don't know like did you ever think
0: about changing it that's what i was getting at yeah i think if if stray like strays had the most unbelievable resurgence from again post-pandemic of like internal euthanasia yeah yeah. in my head i'm just like
1: what if we read we had a different
0: fucking name like obviously (laughs) you can't do it and it's really hard to do it but because you get some people myself included where i'll go on spotify and look at a band i'll check out this band and i go and there's. 10 albums and i go well if i haven't heard it by now then i definitely don't like it and i just don't check it out whereas everyone loves a new band like oh have you heard this new band
1: yeah yeah it's it's hard i think about that a lot too like there's there's a lot of new bands popping off that have a lot of hype and justifiably so but i can't use their strategies because i'm not new so yeah. it wouldn't make sense but i i wouldn't i would never start another band
0: like if, <laughs> like if spirit box was called i wrestled a bear once yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i
1: don't know if that's gonna true, fucking true, pop true, as true, much true.
0: musically you know infinitely better but like yeah imagine if they just been like let's you know because i think mike was in it as well like, let's just keep that name yeah you know, there's a <laughs> there's a brand there imagine that I wrestled a bear once. It's the, yeah. the hottest band in metalcore. Yeah,
1: that'd be hilarious.
0: <laughs> no shade, but actually, I would. No shade, but some shade. Yeah, uh, I would put that name worse than Prada.
1: It is. Yeah, it is. It's you are.
0: Worse. You are like a, <laughs> a. You are a product of your environment with that name. Like, yeah, the movie didn't exist. You'd be fine. Wrestling a bad once
1: <laughs> it just nowadays makes me think of a cocaine bear, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I want to, but used to be a big cocaine bear
0: myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what that your nickname and <laughs> uh, cocaine cub yeah <laughs> I'm more of a cub uh, <laughs> the like our. We butter the bread with but butter. I'm just now, yeah, just now in yeah. my head, I'm like, what are the worst fucking name? If
1: you play a European festival, you're gonna see some weird fucking bands. I don't know what it is. There's weird shit that happens. And then they're there. huge. Like, oh, this band yes. has three thousand tickets. And what are they called? It's like
0: One Day le- Leather Couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, but listen though, they sound like Mastodon. Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that shouldn't be the fucking name. There. There was one of those, and the band sound. The one I'm thinking of. There's a band called Steak Number Eight. Jesus. You ever hear that, man? No. They were fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> and you were like, you need a new name. Yeah. I will never listen to you. Maybe they
0: yeah. rebranded and it yeah. didn't work. My fucking theory did not work. Oh, uh, that's funny. But when when you you signed the contract and- mm-hmm. Did you at any point did you go, should we change this? Or was it at the time of like, this are we fine?
1: I think that we did not aspire to almost anything other than the next day. And yeah. so thinking that it would create some sort of legacy we'd have to live with when we're thirties, I didn't just didn't think that far ahead. What label was it? Rise Records. What label are you on now? Uh Solid State
0: Records. I don't know where I'm going. Or where I'm just interested. Um, I don't know yeah. fucking anything. About. I've been
1: on like 10 labels. I've been, on, I've been on Rise Records. I've been on Ferret. I've been on Warner. I've been on Roadrunner. I went back to Rise. And then we're on Solid State. But I like them. I like their team. You learn, like me and Tom talk a lot. All the time.
0: Tom Williams, straight from the path.
1: Tom Williams, tandem so I, management. I have to keep doing it because there'll be loads of people. <laughs> Honestly, I'll, get, fucking I'll get a comment. Like,
0: I really wish they'd reference the second name.
1: <laughs> Shut up. Listen. B and Tom Williams will talk a lot just about like, you know, business and... Um, um this is so fucking boring let's just (laughs) talk about something fun i don't know why let's talk about record labels everyone thinks i think that's a really big misconception is everyone thinks and i know there are some labels that try and do this but it's never been done to me a record label has never really given me any direction artistically or vision wise or anything like that so you
0: haven't been on (laughs) samaria yeah (laughs) i can say what i fucking want yeah
1: they are more like a bank that's investing in you so you don't have to put up the money for yourself and then they're a distribution service for people to be able to buy it. But that's really it. So if you have good people that work at the bank, then you're going to be on a good label. So I
0: would pay money. I don't know because you are super, super business and I am yeah. right now very anarchy driven because <laughs> this pays yeah. for my life uh-huh. and no one has anything to do with it so yeah (laughs) i can burn bridges i can do all this so yeah feel free to if you say something you want to edit it out i'll get it edited out but i would pay money to see the emails between sumerian and bad omens oh god i I, like yeah maybe you guys should do this i think (laughs) we're we're good
1: yeah they've got
0: they have a track record of like musical suggestions from the record label oh that
1: right that label does yeah see yeah. that to me is like an old adage of like rock a&r that is fucking stupid but it's yeah people,
0: it's people mm-hmm. who wish they were in a band yes but they might be very good at business and for some reason some people and this is not Sumerian in general but just the yeah. music industry in general lot of press agents yes. love most of you a lot of tour bookers uh-huh. love most of you a lot of press in general people who wish they were in a band because they love yeah. music so much and that's great for your the industry that you love music that much but at some point you need to go oh i'm not in a band and i'm not going <laughs> to be in a band but guess what i'm really good at business let me do that bit yeah they're always like
1: what if what if we did this? Yeah. What if we put him in like a purple
0: jacket? It's like, shut what? the fuck up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, like, okay, with marketing ideas, but like, yeah. What if this song did this? Like, excuse me.
1: I especially think that stuff is dumb because um, I've even had people, not currently, but that have worked for me in the past. When I like, I'm very proud of the legacy I've been able to build with my band because there was no blueprint for it it was literally a brand new novel thing that we had done ourselves we weren't writing songs the same way other people were writing them we weren't selling them the same way we weren't doing shows the same way and so i'm like i trust myself at being able to do stuff that my fans are going to resonate with i don't give a shit like guess what devil's product wasn't getting big press write-ups for the first two years of mm. our abomination of music but it connected with the fan base and so now like when i want to pivot again like we have quite a a few songs that are very singing focused now and if you went online you might read some stuff here and there but guess what all the top 15 songs i have streaming on spotify are all those type of songs and i had people working for me that were like i don't know this seems like a weird pivot i don't know and i'm like i know Into more I singing. Into yeah. more. that's so weird because normally you would hear it the other way like you guys
0: should do more uh, you yeah. should do more singing <laughs> and they're, they're telling you like can you do can't you put a breakdown in there yeah. and a, a t-shirt with like someone's guts everywhere. Yeah.
1: Like?
0: <laughs> That's fucking interesting. Yeah. It's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Is the color decay. Is that the high, highest charting since music? Yeah. Got shit. Yeah. I, I like the
1: music industry. Yeah. It's, it's the most sold. The most well-received is definitely the highest streaming thing that we've had. Um, That's fucking sick. Yeah. Because you got
0: you got signed when it was like. I know you don't want to talk about anything that's (laughs) music, but I do have to do it a little bit. I have to do it a little bit and then we can just (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah, no, we can we can just get (laughs) naughty later. Yeah. We get fucking what are we on? 29 minutes Yeah, we're close We're we're so close to being elitist. Stop fucking (laughs) stop fucking talking about it. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember what I was gonna say there. Fuck. This Um, is why I don't like having a podcast. Oh no, you had like a music you know when you got signed it was like CDs baby
1: yeah i have plaques at home of like you got plaques 300,000 oh, units sold God. and uh i we had three top 10 billboard chart albums top 10 never two, 200 yeah now you could never do that
0: <laughs> that's fucking awesome yeah it's cool how many plaques you got hanging up in the back of your office like trophies i have a lot yeah i'm i'm arrogant I like to, i want one so fucking bad you don't I have any, any i don't have anything uh, the rest so. of the band like tom bought everyone a thing to like commemorate something <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was don't get me wrong it wasn't an achievement yeah <laughs> but like it looks like one that should be an achievement but it was before <laughs> yeah. i fucking joined yeah so i don't have one of those i'm only on in fact as of today i'll hit 50k on YouTube, but you need a hundred K to get the little oh, fucking yeah. cool subscribers
1: thing. or whatever. That, yeah,
0: that's my closest thing to a plaque. I'll never get a musical plaque. I kind of want to do, like, you know, I, I go to someone's house sometimes, like, someone far more successful than mm-hmm. me. And they've got, like, a black album plaque. And it is to them. And I'm like, "Oh yeah,
1: how'd you get that? And he was like,
0: <laughs> oh, I was, like, friends with someone who did this. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> like they'd want... send them to the, like, uh, magazines. And yeah, shit like the that. magazines <laughs>
0: or, like, the, the close friend of yeah. the guy on the radio that was fucking doing it at that time.
1: <laughs> oh, just give me a few. Actually, like... Um, You know Dave Shapiro, obviously. Y'all are booked by Matt, right? Yeah. So when you go to their office in San Diego, it's like in an airplane hangar, and he has all these fucking plaques from like, it's like us and Data Remember and Pierce and, um, you know, Bear Tooth, all these bands that have done crazy psycho shit much bigger than me, honestly, a lot of them. But it's very cool because we all, including y'all, built this world out of literally nothing mm-hmm. you know like now you can dream of like going on the war tour as a metalcore band but like when we all got on there like what the fuck is this shit yeah <laughs> have you got anything
0: that you have left to do yeah you're a fucking you're a you're mm. a peacock magpie man <laughs> like myself right yeah. and i'm always chasing the next shine, yeah. shiny thing my next shiny thing is the fucking youtube play button oh yeah okay what, what you got
1: um, well, we got a skateboard at House of Blues when we did it together. What's Anaheim. the deal with
0: there? I keep seeing that and I don't actually know what if the deal you, is.
1: If you sell out the Anaheim House of Blues, it's like 2,000 tickets. They custom make – they don't even tell you what they're going to do with it. They custom make these skateboards. So they put two of them up in the venue, and then they give one um, – to everybody in the band and like on the team and stuff to be like yeah you sold it out
0: yeah I want one of those
1: yeah big time
0: so yeah that was on the tour that we just did yeah, I remember exactly. seeing it and I was
1: like what's that new
0: merch item I don't know <laughs>
1: yeah no that was that was they put them up so I think we're about to get another one too because I think that's about sold out for our next tour
0: Anaheim low key the best fucking music scene yes. in the country yes, yes. Every, like there was that one week that we played uh-huh. sold out and then it had like you had Spirit Box sold out yes. same week. Bad Omen sold out same week. It was three week. days in
1: a row. Yeah, it was like,
0: <laughs> and it's, there's only a finite amount of people in that yeah, sort of area. Orange so
1: County or whatever. It must just be like, it was prime. And then we sold out the next night at LA too. Like California people, for our kind of music, I feel like California, uh, Texas and Florida is like the most psycho. And Carolinas now is pretty good. We're
0: wow. in a Texas dip.
1: Really? Isn't, a, well. Is that a type of dip as yeah. well? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Texas dip meant to me back then.
0: <laughs>
1: you need Matt back on we it. Mean,
0: <laughs> maybe we won't be because I've had Matt on, but
1: we're yeah. in a fucking,
0: we, we had an LA dip and we had a Texas pop. We were like, every oh, time yeah. we go to Texas and play like, what was it, Walters or anything, like any oh, of other, yeah. it would always pop, always pop off. And LA was always. I I did five years in Australia before I played an LA show, and I was like, that was good. Wow. And uh, and then we had, damn, that's crazy. The, the Underoath one and your one actually the only two good. Ours LA, was sick. LA yeah. shows.
1: Wiltern or whatever. Yeah. But then, mm. I'm
0: like, Texas is just fucking for Australia now. It's nothing.
1: I think. Hmm. Houston has gotten really hard. I know Brennan will fucking dog them publicly, but. It's hard because I have a long legacy down there, but like Dallas is good. We just did like twenty five hundred tickets in Dallas with ABR. I love, which was awesome. But Houston is rough right now. I don't know why. I love the place though. The the shows are whatever for now. And we had fun in Houston. What are we doing in Houston without canceling? We went out and canceled. (laughs) 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 We went out, got margaritas. I tried to get y'all. That's rare. Drinking mezcal. Nobody would, no, no one else would drink the mezcal except for me and you. Emma and Brendan went to do it. So they're like, oh, take mine. So and I'm already two marks deep. Then I take two shots of mezcal. Then we have another one. Can you set the scene for me? Because I don't know where the fuck I am. We walked all the way down a highway road to this little taco shop thing. That I remember had yeah, 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 yeah. Love the mezcal margarita. And then I was kind of going through a rough period emotionally so i was just like getting fucked up like that whole time (laughs) yeah yeah same i remember particularly that night as well maybe yeah and then we i don't know i guess it was kind of cool white oak music hall or whatever yeah and then we went to san antonio that was good that was a good show
0: maybe i'm talking shit
1: maybe and our dallas show was awesome inside that big
0: uh i think maybe the show was awesome, but yeah. like the stray set was like. Mm, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But I do. I love all these all these states that everyone says they hate. I know that. Do they count? Is, is Texas a red state? God, yeah. Or, I, see, <laughs> I don't. I
1: don't really know. Yeah, I know. Fucking this is. Yeah, but like, if you don't, if you don't have to pay state income tax, you're probably in a red state, and you don't how gotta do pay they, taxes how here. How do they get away with that? I don't know. They tax other shit. Yeah, probably. But like, other than
0: me you know, arguing with quite a lot of people in bars. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I kind of love being here because I feel like an alien, like a real alien. Oh, like. yeah, yeah.
1: Where are you from, brother? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you just said like you're from
0: Australia or something. But you know what I've noticed here it is, it, it's always Australian. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so, and I don't want to get on a fucking talk about politics on it, but just in general, because yeah. I told you about fucking Gun Girl the other day. Oh, like, yeah. It is... <laughs> Whoops. A, everyone just, it's because of the fucking media, obviously, but everyone is just so quick. Like, you have a chance interaction with someone mm-hmm. within, I reckon, 11 minutes, either. Gun control or migration. Has, has oh, come really? Up. Yeah, yeah, it just
1: comes up. Like, I don't hang out with anybody talking about immigrants at all. But I just,
0: <laughs> I, I go to a bar and then I go to a bar and people just talk to me like, oh, where are you from? And it's like, blah, 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 oh, blah. Yeah. I'm from here. <laughs> y'all, y'all got those immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, I'm going to fucking peace out. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't even want to like. Yeah, I've had some encounters, but everyone I encounter, like they ask about Mm -hmm. because I'm here doing this, they ask about the podcast, and I tell them, and I know they might then become a fan, and I roast what they were like on. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, fuckhead. This motherfucker. But it's all, and it's because in the minute I say I'm doing podcasts, they're like, oh, like Rogan, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, kind of, kind of. You're not unlike. Yeah, you can't, and then you get immediately like you can't say anything these days uh, oh yeah that's part the yeah. airport once there was like a, a cop rare uh like the border guy this is when i had when i have a p1 before oh okay, so i had this yeah. huge big dick fucking o2 uh-huh like a p1 they grill you on the way in because it's it's like the bottom tier. Sure, yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, oh. entertainment. Visa. We kind
1: of famously have the most psychotic border in the oh. entire world. <laughs> yeah.
0: they, they used to grill the absolute shit out of me and there was this guy that was like, like once I got past the grilling stage, he was like, oh, so you guys, you sound like Pantera and like at that point, like, you can't say, yeah, we sound like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. So like, which machine, brother? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, kind of like Pantera and he was like, literally, no joke goes, this damn Me Too movement <laughs> at, at the fucking border. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. And in my head, I'm like, this man's a police officer. Yeah, yeah. And it, and I we're like, all screwed. <laughs> and I couldn't help it. I was just like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he <it> was like, <laughs> they're coming after Maynard. Like talking oh, about Toll. And in my head, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't think they <laughs> are. What site are you on? Yeah, <laughs> no. But now with the O2. Yeah. I get the end of Inception. I get Welcome Back to America. Uh, <laughs> Literally, yeah. that they look at it and it's it, on my visa. It says like Alien of extraordinary talent.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's the name of my Netflix as a narcissist,
1: slight narcissist. Uh-huh. I need some validation like that. I yeah. sit
0: on the flight. If my headphones are out of battery, I just read that sentence. <laughs> Alien. You. I are, have extraordinary talent. <laughs> you have extraordinary <laughs> talent. Uh, Sell someone that doesn't like your band on your band.
1: Um, I'm fucking good as shit at singing. That is a thing that
0: <laughs> might sound arrogant, but you yeah. so are. And, yeah. and you-
1: Mike is good too. He Mike is a psychotic vocalist as well. Oh, He's so got cool. a very unique... Uh, let's let's awesome sell stuff. someone. Explain it to me. Ex- explain the Devil Wears Prada like I'm five. Okay. Um, to me, the Devil Wears Prada is uh, pop hooks,
0: Cool you. Let's just go down the lineup. Yeah. Which pop the pop hooks come from those fucking pop lungs over yeah. there on that sofa.
1: Yeah, this th- this thing don't hurt me. And
0: <laughs> you, um, Drew, yeah, Sam Carter. There's some people that I I just don't see him warm up. I see no. Them, yeah, I'm raw dog day. It. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll talk to Emma about that because like she is insane. She's better at singing than I am. Do you do the zaz so so she does like a whole no, no, no shade i, I have thing. a fucking horrible up. she's like i have wa- got this whole thing she got to go through i have warmtism like i
0: have to <laughs> fucking i have to warm the fuck up the same every i do day. have
1: to do it i don't warm up my guitar i don't even touch a guitar unless i'm on stage on tour but i do have to warm up for like a week to remember how to play guitar before i get back on a tour but at the show nah not doing anything. For me it's better to just walk into that environment completely like, let's fucking do this shit, you know, like um I think I met you at a real good time because
0: I've notoriously been like you said, yeah. Fucking so over analytical my show. And then like we had the bromance. Yeah. I was was like, like, this guy's really good. (laughs) And he kind of knows it,
1: (laughs) but (laughs) I don't see him complaining. Yeah. No, I just, in my mind, why would I have a bad show? If I have a bad show, it's different when you're playing drums for sure. But for me, My entire thought process the whole time is what am I going to say to make people have fun? I literally have like whatever the set time is to like make them. I guess that would be, what's your number one sales pitch on Dead Wars Prada? We're a fucking fun live band. We're fun to go see live. So
0: fun. Every single member is, the chops are fucking unbelievable. Yeah, Giuseppe, you. Psycho drummer. Fucking everyone.
1: Yeah. When did did John... John, get into the fold. John came in in 2012, and he is an actual genius. Like, freak. I've seen him he, producing. He went to um, Berkeley College of Music for... <sighs> One of those. Composition. And, and to oh, get not into even that, performance. Yeah, composition. So to do that, he had to write, like, three symphonies or something. And so, like, he's really smart. We... Made our whole way with me and Chris, our other guitar player, just writing shit, trying to like, oh, this is a cool chord progression and stuff that feels good when we do it. But John's like smart. He's like, if we go between this chord and this chord, that'll elicit this emotion and that kind of stuff. So he he really takes the reins on that stuff now. He writes most of the music at this point. Um, How like that's a, a question I legitimately have, but it's not not
0: as fun as the other question sure. that I'm about to okay. get into right now the time that i realized that john was a genius
1: Uh yeah musical genius
0: obviously on stage (laughs) but you know that that could all be on track i don't know yeah (laughs) but he's
1: not cool because he plays keyboard yeah Yeah, but But like like,
0: we were backstage europe 2019 maybe you can remember where we were And we were like, let's just make a song. We had that one fucking. Oh, a, a, you're talking
1: about ready to party now. I'm talking yeah, about ready Iron to Gang, party yeah. now by
0: Iron Gang. This could be. <laughs> Maybe it'll be out by the time. This, <laughs> this could be when we releases. premiere it on. This. Tom, Tom's so weird about it. Like, I don't, oh, but, he like, doesn't want it to. Yeah, like. I don't know. Like, he's not
1: in the sexy goth world like we are. Yes, yes. So I
0: don't think he knows what like what you can and can't get away with.
1: Well, I will say this uh emma was just overseas and she showed it to our mutual agent or she referenced it to him and he goes they must put it out they must put it out yeah no no goes they must put it out he had shown it to like people at warner music germany and they were like this would do well here
0: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) we could call it we we butter the bread with butter uh anyway also side note you cannot be canceled for doing a german accent because they're white
1: yeah that's true historically
0: Yeah, you know, they've had a few, <laughs> you know. But, like, we're in this room. I can't remember where it was, what city it was. Look at that nice tie-dye. Oh, I
1: know where it was. I know where it was. It was, um, fuck, what is that fucking town called? Um, That was the goth night, right? Oh, it was, like, fucking... <laughs> I want to say Liederhausen, but it was... Yeah, it was... it was some little tiny town. Scary-ass dude was working in, the, in there. Remember, he had all those... Hats and stuff. There's a video somewhere of me <laughs> singing "Angel of Death"
0: on the bar on the fucking. You just look right. I wasn't even with you guys. Yeah,
1: so we ran into you. We're like, damn there's Craig. Let's I go." was on top, like Coyote Ugly style. Yeah. Angel of Death. That really did show you, John. Like he just whipped that up in five seconds.
0: Yes. Yeah. we're sat yeah. there, big green room, like nothing to do. Everyone's bored as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he was working on some work because he does like production, shit yeah, or whatever. And then we were like. Let's just make a song. And within fucking 20 minutes, he had, like, the most sick beat. Yeah. Everything was sick. And then we were just, like, ad-libbing these lyrics. Yeah. And it was, like, part Ramstein, part, like... There's a bit of like almost like a post Malone chorus yes, later yes. on, which was oh yeah, which was, <laughs> and then we were like because we were waiting to party. <laughs> <So> oh, we, <laughs> that's why we came up with, "I'm ready to party now." Yeah. yeah, and then oh bro, it needs to come out. It it's needs gotta to come be. out.
1: I'll did, put it out before this comes.
0: Did, out. Did you ever hear about the the Groulter challenge thing? That no, Tom did it's been referenced on this podcast before, but like they made similar fucking stray fashion. They were all at the studio. before I joined a the band. They were at the studio. And, like, writer's block happened or whatever. Sure. And they were just fucking around. And they made... It was, like, the riff from For Whom the Bell Tolls plus, like, the death riff that Tom does. <laughs> <did. laughs> oh, yeah. They made this... And I was, just like, screaming, like... <laughs> like, <laughs> they made this loop. And then they were, like, okay, who... Because at that point, they had these isolation cabs.
1: Oh, I remember this, where yeah. you went in there. Yeah. Who stayed
0: in there forever? So I think... Was it Drew? No, Will Putney was in there for two and a half hours. and That's insane. No, and he didn't even win. So wow. w- what it was, they had the cabs the, for the ISO cabs. They blared it for like full <laughs> fucking game 10. And you had to see how long you could last. God. And the winner got, I don't even think, I think the winner got like a hundred bucks, maybe yeah. not even that. Tom, Tom
1: can't believe not gambling, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I can't remember who it
0: was. I think maybe it was Tom that won. Oh, yeah. But like someone, they managed to fall asleep and they were in there for like, wow. I think Will Putney was in for two and a half hours or someone, I might be butchering it, was in for two and a half hours and they were like third. It wow. Wasn't, someone just fell to sleep with it. That's Some sort of, psycho. Like the opposite of, like, of a sensory <laughs> it's a sensory yeah, yeah. sensory overload tank. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking sat there just <laughs> getting it. And no one was ever the same. But yeah. I talked about it on the podcast and then, because it's 17 minutes long and then you can loop it. I did it on Will's podcast oh, yeah. and then I just added it to the end. <laughs> and people were like doing their own challenge. It was called the oh, Grota challenge. Yeah. They were like doing their own Grota challenge or they'd fall asleep to the podcast and it would come on and wake Maybe them up. Maybe
1: people should, I don't know, dress up, like i'm or something well, it just needs it just needs to come out maybe it'll premiere on this can we do that with the video yeah i would fucking love that. yeah maybe it could be the world premiere
0: <laughs> i will get we'll get a clearance for it today because yeah. we had you know we got john who's fucking like yeah. an actual pop producer yes and then we had Dragonneck who's an actual music video the video dude. is the, unreal
1: <laughs> so we do the song
0: and then we're like we need to do a video for this yeah and there's, give me some highlights from the video.
1: We did it, well, we did it at the venue because th- they were pissed at us. We were in like um, Budapest. Yep. And we are like, hey, like i from the Kurt. venue, can you do some lighting cues while we're like shirtless? <laughs> All of us shirtless. Yeah. I think there's... Are you walking, like, Ronnie and Drew as dogs or something at some Uh, point? Someone someone, is. I think John is, is, yeah. And then... Kyle was, like, in some weird, like, goth factory. Yeah. (laughs) And then we needed a shot of, like... Because there's a lyric that was like, I've got a really nice car. I've got a really (laughs) nice (laughs) car, yeah.
0: So you're doing the main vocals, and... We went, we walked to that bar, that weird
1: Antifa yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah.
0: And on the way there, we were, it was a really nice house and a really nice car. <laughs> yeah. So we shot that. It was bit. like a
1: Cruella de Vil car or something. Yeah. Neck, like, did it on a phone or something. And it <laughs> looks fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah god that was it's funny. very here's the thing it is infamous at this point the motionless guys are obsessed with it the silver scene guys are obsessed with it like everyone has it like i'll have people all the time from data remember guys like people will text me and be like yo i need that german video yeah. i'm trying to show people like everyone knows about it but it's just not in the world yet i just we were all just sat around like ad-libbing the lyrics it just, <laughs> it just came together so yeah quickly. it was perfect
0: what's up guys i want to talk about foundational nutrition if you've been listening to the pod for a while you will know i've been taking ag1 by athletic greens for about six months in that time i've pretty much thrown out all of my biohacking supplements and pills that's because all of them are in ag1 ag1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization stress management and immune support Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. I take one scoop of AG1 every single morning with 250 milliliters of water. Even on tour, I get the travel packs, which is a godsend because tour is about two things. Other than music, it's about getting sick and being stressed. And thanks to the stress adaptogens like ashwagandha and the vitamins like vitamin C, minerals like magnesium, I have my stress and my immune system covered on a cellular level. You know I would not be telling you about this if I didn't truly believe in it. And that is why AG1 has been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the downbeat. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the downbeat and check it out.
1: To me, that is like, that's something I've been trying to do more and more with the Dev Wars product over the past like five years was like, be more authentically ourselves whether it's on stage or on social media or stuff because like i feel like we had a reputation of being like weird clothes. i'd previously heard before we talked together
0: yeah that it must i don't want to throw him under the bus he might be your friend or whatever someone, someone. had told me that oh, the drama sucks you, don't, uh, you
1: You can't st- oh my old drummer yeah Come, and it was yeah. like
0: and so I was kind of dreading it I was like what and I thought it was Giuseppe because I didn't really know Giuseppe <laughs>
1: yeah right anyone and, would say that and, and, <laughs> and then I hung out and I was like these guys are fucking awesome yeah well my guys are kind of I'm very extroverted Mike is very introverted but when you get to know him he's a very fun person yeah. to hang out with and so genuine super fucking smart he, highly intellectual he's one yeah. of
0: those people who you know the people who post a, a a, like a story of the book that they're reading in a park on their own. Yeah. He's the person reading the book in the park on his own, but he doesn't post the story. Yes,
1: he's the real life version <laughs> he, of what those people want to be. He's like, we'll all be getting up like fucked up from the night before, all hungover and stuff, and he's just like perched up in the front of the bus with like romantic lighting yeah. coming in, just mm, reading some fucking Russian wo- some yeah. fucking words. Yeah, yeah. he's he's reading words. I've looked, clocked out, looked yeah. over his shoulder a couple Sometimes times. Sometimes I look like you know, I'm just like singing words and stuff and doing. whatever and i'll be like i can't believe he wrote that i can't believe i know someone that can write things like that does he write all the lyrics so he wrote all of the lyrics up until um our last full length before color decay which was called the act and then uh insane artwork crazy right dan seagrave yeah Very sick art. I remember
0: seeing that and being like, these motherfuckers. No one's going to see Grave in ages. Yeah, it's
1: evil. It's like hell. Because the whole thing was like supposed to be as a concept like hell. What would it sound like in hell? Then we put this on chemical and it said nothing to do with that. But um, that was kind of when John started going like – because it had always been very collaborative. Like we wrote together as a team – and then John and Kyle really started to like come up with their own songs and bring them in and be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I was like, "Oh, this is way fucking easier." Like, I hate writing music personally. Mm. I, know I like to perform, but I hate creating. Is like obnoxious to me and frustrating. So having other people do it and me just perform it is much more fun. So he started doing that, and then when we got to Color Decay, it's probably like. It's probably 65 or 70% stuff from Mike and then 35 or 40 or whatever from John. But it's very collaborative with them writing stuff together. And it's all, I, I've seen John work. So it's all, because I try and get this
0: out on every episode. Like it's all computer based, so yes. back and forth, yeah. no jam room
1: shit. We, yeah. So he, he wrote most of the songs. Kyle had a couple of songs too. But he wrote most of them and then he sent them to me and be like, Do you like this? Cause if we don't like something, he'll sell it to another band. Cause people just like buy songs. And so That's something people don't know. Yeah. People be buying shit. Dudes be buying songs on the reg out here. But it's <laughs> but it's kind of cool. Like I think it's cool for people like him or um, like my buddy Ryan and stuff. I know a bunch of people from bands that sell music. People have started asking me and Tom to write for their bands. Really? Like bands that
0: people will know. You should do it. Well, they ask Tom because they assume it's Tom. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it's me and Tom. And like big fucking bands are like, yeah, send us a couple of songs. Yeah. Like It might not go on it, but it's sure. I think as of like, I think we're, Planning on writing some stuff for like two or three bands. Oh, cool! Next releases, I'll tell you these after this. Yeah, I was gonna say. I Otherwise, to it, it might be people that are Doc scene <laughs> Yeah, it, it, yeah, it might be people that are like. I thought they wrote all their own shit, yeah. but I like that, and that's what fucking more old bands should do. Yeah, old people bands just be like, this band kind of sounded like what this band kind of sounds like what we were like in our heyday. Yes. Why don't you write is what you think? Everyone should just well, get Josh from Silosis to do that. We well.
1: had a song that came out this year. This year? Yeah. That I really love that we wrote with Bobby from Fit for a King because he's got some sick riffs. Great fucking dude. Dude, he rocks. Yeah. He rocks hard. And we had a meeting with him and he was like, well, there's a bunch of shit I've been wanting to do that fit doesn't like necessarily mm-hmm. not to bury them i like those guys We're going on toward them but um again that's not an insult at all he was just like that's this stuff is not the vision of what they want to do right now but i think it's cool and i was like cool let's work on it so him and John wrote a song that's very cool. Probably do that again. I want to work with Cody from Wage because I love him. And, and he's working with everyone. Yes. He's if you got don't, a bunch of shit on the radio. He was
0: supposed to be. He was the only lesson. Uh, lesson? He was the only. I mean, it is a lesson. Uh, <laughs> he was the only episode that actually had to get canned because yeah. my bag's getting lost, which sucks. Yeah. But I also love Cody. At the same time, like... I don't know how much you're allowed to say that you wrote that song. Do you know what I mean? Because he's, mm. he's written a lot of metalcore bands' songs in yes. fucking country now at this point. But like,
1: what a lot of bands are doing now, not a lot, but a few that are very successful, is they're bringing in people to write with. And we've actually done this on a few things for stuff that's going to come out in the future. You go out and you co-write with somebody. You have somebody in the room like what Will or Randy, Mm. but they're much more focused on like just songwriting and you'll all kind of collaborate on stuff together. And like we, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but whatever, I don't give a shit. Me and Mike and John went out to LA and wrote with some people. And it was very cool to be like bouncing lyric ideas off of each other and another person in the room. And I think that's kind of cool because like you can definitely run out of shit to do. Mm. I hear so much junk come out. There's a lot of good stuff, but a lot of stuff that people be like, you got to listen to this. I'm like, that sucks. Like they should have had somebody write with them. It's it's not good enough. It just fucking helps your band like
0: bring me yeah like ollie loved jordan's band who was yeah. from back where i lived worship unbelievable mm-hmm. band ollie wanted to sign him i think this is a story jordan talked about it on mm. his episode but like ollie really loved the band and mm. was like i want to start a label to sign you guys and then just went you want to just, <laughs> Do you want to just be in my or <laughs> yeah i just make my band sound a bit like your band
1: Ollie is crazy, man. He is a fucking genius.
0: also. He like. He's one of those people. You, you knew it at the time, like back yes. in the day. I don't really know him. The, my only experience. I've met him. I met him once in the most insane manner ever, which I could mm. I could tell right now for a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also, like, that's his perception of me, I I guess. I, I've, we, you know, it's been like, alright, mate, if we see each other. Yes, yeah. But like
1: yeah.
0: they were playing. I'm not even gonna play. Say the venue, basically, and there was a support band. Mm-hmm. My friend was tour managing. Bring me. Oh, and, okay. And there was a support. This story fucking insane. Actually, who I,
1: was who was tour managing them? Sheep. Oh yeah, sheep. He so TM'd us for a while. I was
0: in I was in a, a hardcore band with sheep. No back, way. Back in the day called the Seventh Cross. Um, like fucking. She'd love it. Dude, like, one time. Two,
1: 2001 metalcore. Side note story. One time we went to South America with Whitechapel and Architects, and she was TMing us and Architects, and he literally just went and skydived like eight times in South America.
0: <laughs> it might have been him that told me that your drummer sucked.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, yeah. remember who, I can't remember who it was. Anyway, <laughs> and
0: um, one, I'd been told one of the support bands was super homophobic. Oh, like, okay. I can't, uh, I can't even remember the support band, let alone mm-hmm. like one throw them under the bus because it was fucking, you know, you can definitely grow out of being homophobic. Sure. It was, this was like 2006 or something. Oh, probably. yeah, okay. Um, it, it was like Bring Me weren't even on fucking. Yeah, they, they had not even done yeah. Warp Tour and shit. Yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, I'd heard this This one of these bands is like pretty homophobic. Um, and me and my friend that were there and we were drunk. And we were like, let's <laughs> burst into their dressing room and i'll put my flaccid penis <laughs> in your mouth <laughs> right and we, and we had this thing like planned the fuck out yeah and uh i was like we gotta go in we gotta do it real quick this is what i'm mm-hmm. gonna do this is my move i'll go in i'll jump on the table boom flap it out whatever yeah did it bring me his dressing room
1: oh god. <laughs> the- I like how you say I kind of met him in a weird way. <laughs> and I learned <then> like <laughs> Dick out.
0: And like I, I talked to Nichols and this was like pre-Jordan. It might have yeah. even
1: being fucking Nichols pre- probably loved it honestly. Pre I, I think
0: <laughs> pre-Jordan pre uh, pre-even Jonah I think. What? Yeah. But like I think that's that's the genius <laughs> that's Ollie awesome. Stokes, to the point where I like I hit him up to do this once. Just Cause Yeah. There's not, not many people. I hate asking people. Sure. But there's not many people that I know I could genuinely have a fucking like, yes. I love everything you've done. Not mm-hmm. only musically. I mean, musically, I didn't, yeah. until Jordan joined, I didn't really like the band. Sure. But like, ah uh, the one before Jordan I liked. Uh, but like, business wise yeah i hate to be like a fucking capitalist Ah, see,
1: yeah drop dead he is a genius a a literal fucking genius the thing is so we toured with them in 2000 well that wasn't the first time i I met him on warp tour 08 i think and at the time i think that was their second time coming to america they had done a tour with barrier dead and then they came over oh the tour where they went oh i want to sound yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they're like that shit slaps and then uh we met them at a barbecue like you know they do those barbecues or whatever yep and um we were all the same age and everybody on war tour was old as fuck then because it was like punk and so it was like us data remember abr and bring me was all like the same age and i was like oh how are y'all man you know like let's Let's buy a bottle of fucking Captain Morgan and drink it. And so we just ended up partying with them and then got on good with them, hung out with them a lot on that tour. And then we did a tour with them. It was, this tour was fucking crazy. It was playing like O2 Academy and still like a thousand people. It was Bring Me, Parkway, Architects, Prada. I think somebody else was on it.
0: I think I went. I think you it, had to. It had it. some weird. Was the secret handshake on that, or was that a different one? Maybe it was, it was around like that kind, movie, that yeah. kind of time. And every single one of you had, no offense, merch that looked exactly the same. Yeah, true. The yeah. fucking, the <laughs> classic fucking. Yeah. How how jumbo can we make this screen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on the phone call, like yeah. just just need how more jumbo. green goo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> explain. I need green goo. I need goo, cats. Green I need yeah. murdered cats yeah. in a cartoon style, and ideally as close to an all over print as you can yes, get but with yes. a thick fucking screen
1: <laughs> coming yeah. back though that shit's coming back it is coming back bro. are
0: you going to bring your shit back because
1: if if it's financially viable i'll do it Probably. yeah yeah i'm such a whore honestly yeah, baby. i'll do anything for money because i saw bring me i've got a couple of like really their yeah, t-shirts yeah. on their tour <laughs> now i'm like oh he's he's though you know like some people you hang out with and they just had that aura. He's always had that aura of just like he's just he's just cool. A star. He's and naturally
0: it, cool as far. in that lame in the lamest possible mm-hmm. term, but like an actual star. There's a few of those. Yeah, the fucking bad omens guy.
1: Yeah, big time. You just
0: like okay. Sam is like it. that
1: too. You know, Sam is very much like that. Where
0: so we got a little three bromance there, but it's never Fuck. really it's never really
1: no Been in the same place no we need to do a tour together sam bring actually i don't think we were we were trying to do something with them it didn't work out
0: architects never take stray
1: anymore oh I don't know. let's call I, let's I, facetime I, sam in no, right now
0: I, <laughs> I, I, and i don't i don't think it's anything like i just think they're in a different place that we're that mm. we in i
1: bet they bring y'all yeah i, bet yeah, I don't them. think it's great for their business is it like i don't think it's bad no i don't think it's bad yeah, but they're just so big. You know? Yeah, they're huge. It's the same as bring bring me like, we're never getting that tall. Never know, man. They bring some wild shit out. Yeah, right. but they bring cool shit. Sam, Sam is so, if, if we, we changed our Sam, name, though. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we started again. Oh, new hot band. One of the most fun things about when we were on tour together was you and Sam literally just like Facetime each other like every fucking day. It's my fucking boy. <laughs> the, the amount the amount of times I'll be doing a podcast and he pops up. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm doing
0: a, I'm doing a podcast, mate. And then I'll just leave it in. He is one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah, you've got a thing with like British people.
1: Well, here's the thing I don't want to like bury Sam. This is just funny. But when we shared a bus with them on that Bring Me Tour, every night, every, everyone in that British people are just fucking weird, man. You guys are you. naturally very funny, your humor is different and it's very abusive and so everyone in the band would be bullying sam about something at four in the morning every night, he would quit the band He'd be like, "Fuck you guys! Fuck you! I fucking hate you." That's a better English accent. <laughs> yeah. I think I was just replicating him. It was something about Man United or something. He's like, "Oh, in support of fucking United for so fucking long. Fuck you! I'll quit this fucking band." And then the next day, I'd be like, "Oh, they're all friends again." <laughs> couple of, couple of drinks. It was awesome. Couple <laughs> of drinks.
0: That's a really good Sam Carter impression. I love Sam. I might use that as the clip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That might be the clip. Uh, he's what, so good. But we,
0: have we ever even been in the same room?
1: Yeah, uh, he came out to the London show that we did together it's when like, your parents were there. Yeah, I was so busy with... Yeah, running so many, around. We didn't stuff. really have a me, you, and Sam. No, collect- I hung out with them for a little bit that night. Collectively. Yeah. I love Brighton where he's from, though. I yeah, love that fantastic. town. It's
0: beautiful. Low key. Kind of got a good... Like, if you can't do in London for whatever reason,
1: Brighton's fucking picking up yeah i know isn't nick cave live out there i don't know i
0: don't know why i know that i mean if i could if i had to work in london and i could live anywhere it'd be brian it's like you just get one fucking train got that me and sam are actually i wonder if this this will either be announced by now or Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i mean i don't care i can't remember i could look at my calendar (laughs) let me look at my calendar and see when this is. are you having him on here have you had him on? i've had him on that's one thing about Sam. Other than that, like, he is my fucking bestie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he will, every time they have an album cycle, he will say, he's like. Oh, I listened to yeah. it. him and Dan came on. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah that was so they came, That's the first time he's done the video one. But then he did the audio one twice. Oh, cool. And then like just every album cycle, he's like, I want to do a downbeat. And yeah. it's like, because we're friends, and I also just fucking love the band.
1: Yeah. They're awesome. Perfect.
0: And I'm super thankful that he. Continues to come back. Luckily, the the podcast gets bigger at the same yeah, ra- at the same sense, rate. Yeah. So it's like not like <laughs> the I, team's
1: I, not like stop going on. Your friends, my, <laughs> yeah. My fucking worst nightmare <laughs> is like
0: it bottoming out, and then him being, yeah, him feeling like he has to do it. But it's, now I'm like, it's gonna be like their episode's got fucking across everything. It's like two hundred thousand. I'm like, try yeah. getting that in a fucking metal hammer spray Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm gonna figure out when this is coming out just so I can see. Sixteenth of November, this will be done.
1: Hey, cool. So
0: me and Sam are it's so a Daniel P. Do you know Daniel Picard? Yes. Other than the
1: BBC Rock yeah. Radio One.
0: Daniel P. Radio One. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. Several West Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he he's going on uh he's That's on good. vacation oh the, you're doing me and I've wanted that for so long for you I talked to you about Thanks, that mate do you, yeah. do you know the story about no they, uh,
0: there's one I don't want to throw under the bus because we, we squashed the beef okay but uh, it was Dan believed in me as like a fucking broadcaster I guess you could call yes. it before the downbeat got as big as it is mm-hmm. and he was going on vacation and he wanted me to sit in mm-hmm And the producer said, yes. And then she found out I was a drummer. Oh. And she she said, oh, he's just a drummer. Yikes. And I like, I beefed. And then I met her at a festival.
1: Is it? And I'm
0: I'm not, there's no way. And and, And I... I got introduced to her and I was like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck is the deal? Hey, that? it's
1: a little drummer boy. <laughs> and,
0: and, and you know what? She was like, immediate, immediately, she was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, it's like a yeah. fucking, you know, there's a track record of boring motherfucking drummers. Sure, yeah, true. But, and now I'm like, obviously, I'd much prefer to do it with Sam because it's going to be the most fun I've ever had in Yes, my life. Like,
1: that will be Al- incredible. Also, why
0: aren't you just asking me at some point? But you could actually just ask Sam
1: yeah true so I'm very good on him for that though oh fuck yeah the he's the best the fucking
0: best very ma- very magical man man about magic
1: He, we we will do something together soon we tried to do it and it didn't work out timing wise but we gotta do something where would you
0: why don't, give me
1: Australia with the boys
0: or something like.
1: yeah Brendan just went over there and did that with them it was fucking nuts yeah I mean, like me, me, you, Sam, architects. Yes, Prada, Australia. I'll bring Emma too. Australia. So. I can't go. I can't go on tour without Emma. It's too boring. So really, my guys. I love my guys, but they don't party like I do. You know? Oh, just from a partying point of yeah. view. Yeah, I need. Part, I need tech. companionship and uh, vibes.
0: You know? <laughs> are you? Are you? Just how oh, you are. You are just buses everywhere.
1: Yeah. So sick. Yeah. So jealous. I'm. I'm not cut out for that, man. That, that metal metalcore money. I, mean, <laughs> I could do. There's money in the metal. I always say there's money in the metalcore banana stand. There yeah, fucking is. Uh, I
0: don't want to get too personal. Fine, but, Emma, you get your own
1: bunk, or is he forcing you into his bunk? Nah, she won't sleep in her own bunk. She be she be with me. You
0: can. There's fit- no other bunk.
1: You can fit- First of all, there is no other bunk. Second of all. Don't leave and listen to her. She need to be in there with me. You, like, I want to be in your bunk. You can fit You can fit two people in one bunk. Yeah, we're pretty small. Two guys, one bunk. She's very bunk. small, and I'm not especially large. So I guess the, the US buses
0: are definitely bigger bunk-wise yeah. anyway, aren't they?
1: I mean, a lot of times, like, if she comes out for a little bit, we'll just get hotel rooms, and I'll even, like, drive between shows or something like that because I don't – we don't soundcheck or nothing. I so. do that anyway, just to get away from people. Yes, yes. I'm a
0: fucking weirdo, Sam. <laughs> uh, but I get. I'm thinking about what, what, what size bed you got. Uh, we have a king. What's that in there? Can you look in there? Sorry, because Produ- producer Emma, please. Thank check you, uh, Jamie. Pull that up. <laughs> Jamie's also gender neutral, so oh, awesome. What you got? King. Super king.
1: Super king. Is Reg- that is, regular king?
0: Is that a super king? That's a regular king. Yeah. Oh, we live in America, where everyone is gigantic.
1: Do you not have a king? At well, home? I
0: have a king, right? But it's not that size, and we... I get in so much trouble because I got big ass shoulders. Yeah. To the point that often I wake up, and me and my girlfriend will be top and tail. Oh, really? Like we're at a fucking sleepover. <laughs> oh, she's like get those fucking shoulders. Yeah, away because from I because I, I sleep on my back as well. Yeah. So it's like, and I'm I'm. I'm really annoyed. Is this is this an interesting podcast about your favorite band, Devil Wears Potter? Yeah. It was about my fucking bed drama. <laughs> I, um, I'm i like, when I moved in, mm-hmm. we've had this chat before. You know, I came out of a situation. Yes. And I was like, I'm just going to be comfortable and happy for the rest of my life. Yes. I bought what I thought was a really fucking good bed, really good mattress. Mm hmm. It had the word king in it. I don't know if it was a sure. medium king or whatever. It cost a lot of money. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't a mattress. I turned down the mattress company sponsorship oh, for this. Yeah. Okay. So I paid for it. And now I'm like, i got this two grand bed mattress combo. Yeah. And I've, st- I've got to get rid of it. What did you get? A purple? or We have a purple and I we love
1: it. I not remember what it was,
0: but. The bed frame itself was expensive as well. And I'm is like,
1: it one that moves? See, ours is like for, you know how old people you can like move it? Ours you can move. So we'll just. Like that? Con- yeah, it can go like. Eh. Wait, you, you you guys just sit there and. Yeah, it's got a remote on it. So it has, what do they call it? Zero zero gravity mode. So you can put it in where it goes like a V. So we'll just lay there and watch like Netflix or something like that.
0: With your legs in the air, your it's butt down. surprisingly comfortable. In my head, it's you like- live in a hospice. <laughs> <laughs> there is yeah. the unintentionally most funny hospice down the street from here.
1: Really? Oh, I think I saw you post something about it's it. It's called yeah. Alive Hospice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yikes, no. Yeah. <laughs> Every day you've got to check, you got
0: to fucking, I'm just checking in. Oh, welcome to Still alive, alive Hospice. <laughs> oh, they are. No, that's the name of the place. They're, they're dead. <laughs>
1: they're, they're dead. They're fucking he passed dead. away last night, yeah. Yeah,
0: sorry. They are no longer <laughs> Alive. Oh my god, they're dead! No, sorry, we moved, them. <laughs> we moved, them. we moved them somewhere else. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I've got a bed bed dilemma because <laughs> I'm like, where do I put it? My in my, my spare room. Yeah, is like, it's it's like room. It's just kitted out for a fucking yeah OnlyFans like sure lark. Yeah, all the fucking gear, all the shit you need to do. But like, not, if I put if I move that bed in there. That's kind of like her studio.
1: Oh, do you not have a bed in the spare?
0: No, it's like a like a sofa bed, but it's right. But, Emergency
1: only. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, if
0: I put in a bed in there, it's gonna it's gonna fuck up her career. Yeah. So like. Oh, so you
1: can't get I can't you, get rid of this bed yeah. to get a new bed. You can go on that Facebook market or whatever it is. I don't, I don't to, do that shit. I don't touch do, yeah. yeah. to to it.
0: I'd rather if there was a way to incinerate it like <laughs> immediately for it to just disappear. Yeah. Then, then I'd do that. Yeah. If anyone in Glasgow wants a bed that's fucking sick.
1: <laughs> it's a small king.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> it, it might be a UK king. Yeah. Right. But I'm not. Here's the thing, I live on the 3rd floor. It's america There's bro no we, even
1: even our kings is bigger over here you know you, you your queens your queens are kings yeah and your kings are we don't have su- no kings no queens su- super kings yeah we kind of did away with that about seventeen hundreds. oh yeah you did we had a big fight about it I <laughs> yeah. um
0: yeah so that's that's
1: my bed dilemma
0: <laughs> what, what else you, well you moved to nashville that's, that's a good tangent
1: yeah we where did you originally live um so i grew up in ohio in dayton ohio which is like yeah me too that's why i left um so i lived there till i was like 21 and then i moved to chicago for a long time and i lived near mike our singer uh for almost 10 years chicago's cool very cool cold as fuck that's why i left i was like i can't do this shit anymore still got ac though so True. The excuse back home, like, well, it's cold half the year. It's not Chicago cold. Yeah, no, it's not. It's gross. So then I moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was there for a while. And then um, when Emma and I got together, she was on tour a lot. I was on tour a lot. So I'd be like going out to see her on tour and hanging out. And then uh, she kind of hang out with me. And I was like, she had already been talking about wanting to move to Nashville for a long time, and I also wanted to move here because I like living in the south. Because a- Emma Boster from Dying Wish wanted to live in a red state, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Carry on, yeah, she's a, she, she got a lot of <laughs> carry on, she, so, <laughs> she's she a complicated she individual, eight, yeah, she she's eight, a complicated yeah. individual. Uh, and so she wa- She wanted to move here anyway. Like when we were here together on tour, she was like, I really want to move here. I want to move to Nashville. I was like, you should fucking do it. It's, it's cool here. I personally like living in the South. I grew up in very Southern Ohio, that most people are from the South that are there or adjacent or something. And I like nice people. Most of the people that are around here Everyone are very is nice. super, super fucking friendly. Yes, very friendly. Like, if I go to the Northeast, like Boston or New York, I'm like, y'all need to relax and not be mean. It's just, I don't like aggression coming at me. So uh, so we both want to come here anyway. So uh, I came here in about, well, I guess I went out. I stayed with her in Portland for like two months at the beginning of the year. Then I went on tour. When I got back, I came down here for a little bit. She was like in the studio doing stuff. And then... Right when she got back from Europe, she came from Portland. That was like three months ago. So we love it here, though. We have so many friends here. Like Amani's here, which is massive. Amani is our videographer and photographer. She also works with a bunch of other bands. But she is very good friends with you. She's the best. And you know I'm friends <laughs> with Emma. I've realized with when I... Because
0: hopefully, if I can find this fucking adapter, we're going to do yeah. an episode with everyone in it. I needed another camera. For someone who is so fucking good behind a camera... That motherfucker knows nothing about cameras. She doesn't. I was like, does it do or this? Does only. it do that? And she was like, I don't know. And, and I was Monty's like- Money's like
1: ethereal. She's like, technology, no. I see vision. Yeah. I see- And it know? fucking works. Yeah. So fucking cool. So anyway, she's here. Like Cody is here. A bunch of other buddies, like Ashi from Beartooth moves here now. Tom obviously lives here, even though I ain't even seen him since yeah. we moved here. He's very busy. Um and then uh, just a bunch of people are down here, so that part is very fun Jay was gonna
0: Jay Weinberg was gonna tell a story about you on the podcast yesterday, but we forgot and it didn't turn oh God out. what was it was I he talking
1: about when I came to his house
0: I don't know it must have been I wish we'd done it so we could follow up Jay. On it. yes there is a funny story you can think of
1: well, it's not even funny, but we just broke down with Jay because he was in against me at the time and they were all like 42. And we were like in our 20s. And he, so he's the child drummer. Yes. <laughs> and so he, we had us. And then did you know Jade Roser that used to be with August Mers Red for a while? He's another of my buddies that lives here that I've known for probably almost 15 years. He was out with ABR at the time. And we had a little circle of people that would all hang out together on Warp Tour. And so Jay just hung out with us like every day. And then, um, one day he was like, um, we were in New Jersey on a day off and he was like, Oh, I'm gonna go out to my parents' house. You wanna come out and have dinner? And I was like, Yeah, that sounds awesome. So like went over there. His parents were fucking awesome. Like Max was like the nicest person I've ever met. And then we just like hung out watch curb and then he had a badass like drum studio out there so we like went out there and like fucked around and stuff but i wonder okay. what his funny story was about me well i, I don't know he was like i said i'm going to hang out with jeremy and he was like oh
0: jeremy like devil was part of him mm. and he seemed fo- he seemed fondly to remember it and he was like <laughs> oh, i'll have to tell you on the podcast and then that was it and I oh, oh funny sorry okay, for that yeah. fucking dead air then yeah yikes jay's awesome man he's very cool He's fucking. I only found. It, I mean, people would have heard the episode by now, but like, I didn't know any of that shit about him filling in for Springsteen, or yes. filling in for his dad, and all that shit. Pretty fucking cool. Super nice guy. <laughs> bless. Excuse you. me, Jesus. Bless you, brother. <laughs> God bless you. But speaking of God, y'all remember? Y'all believe in it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a legit my question. Oh,
1: uh, I have him on my boobies, but um, wait, God or Jesus? Jesus. Same it's thing. all the same. Yeah. yeah. It's not really for me, but everyone should do whatever they want. You did know, it, did it used to be for you? Uh, <sighs> man, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you a, you don't want to lose that fan base that yeah. still thinks Prada <laughs> is a fucking. Nah, they pretty much know by now. They see me on a microphone. I don't know. I think it's all good for people that want to do it. I just. My experience with it growing up was very different than a lot of other people's. Mm. And so. Positive or negative? Positive. My parents are very like progressive-ish not really politically but generally progressive-ish thinking people and they drank since we were kids and were normal in that way not saying it's not normal but that was just a normal part of my experience and same with most of the guys in the band and then it was a christian band when we started it and then we went out there and everybody's like Oh my God, how can you drink if you're Christian? How can you how can you like say fuck? How can you be this? And I was like, that was not my experience. It was more just like a this is a positive thing that makes people feel good. And now there's all this weird rigidity, so it just didn't align, and it's not really something I've really put much stock into anyway. So
0: we went to a bar the other day for karaoke, and yes, mm-hmm. that was a, a little my first taste of like <laughs> what the fuck
1: conservative censorship or something. Yeah, can you, yeah. you tell me through what happened? There? I don't even know why that happened. So we went. Brandon obviously is obsessed with karaoke. Emma's obsessed with karaoke. So we had gone the night before out to do karaoke. And then, I don't know, we were, like, bar crawling around. And we went to this pub, Santa's pub, not to bury him, but. And (laughs) we walk in, and Emma was like, you have to sing, because she gets all pissed at me, because, like, I won't sing a lot of times. And she always sings, like, a 100 songs. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. She be singing at these things. She doesn't even look around the room. She is in her own (laughs) world (laughs) doing it. It's adorable, but. Post show, sometimes as well. I'm like, we yes. just played a show. Do you want to sing again? Yeah, we went out in Houston. That, that was the only that was the only time she seen me sing karaoke on my own was when we all went out in Houston to do karaoke. And I did Limb Biscuit. Same song was it? Well, different one. I did Nookie because we oh, couldn't have done that. No, but that song is very fun at karaoke because you can get the whole crowd involved into it. And I need everyone to validate me at all times so mm. I need them to be yeah, involved. Same, same, same. So- <laughs> Can you please subscribe to <laughs> yeah. while we're on this? And um <laughs> so then we went and I wrote down Limb Biscuit break stuff because I was like, Oh, I'm gonna kill with this and then the dude gets on the mic and he's like uh, Jeremy, uh, just so you know, you cannot say any song that has GD or the F-bomb in it. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: And you go, <laughs> I wasn't going to
1: say f no, yeah. he, he didn't Yeah, I was say like, that. we're never going to. That's know. not an F-bomb i could not believe it i have never even if they i don't know i've sang karaoke a million times i've said fuck a million times but god
0: that's the first time i've ever heard of god damn being a curse same. word it's, since like
1: <laughs> 2000 since, no honestly uh, maybe
0: not even then yeah
1: 1995 yeah like you can say that shit on tv on public tv now yeah, you, you can couldn't say sing ca- it in a bar you
0: can say crap on TV. I don't know.
1: I didn't get it. Maybe it was part of their liquid. I wonder if there something. was a song
0: with crap in it. <laughs> what I wanted to do, which I forgot to mention when we talked about this, so on one, what I wanted to do was to put a ludicrous song on, put it in. And if they were going to say, and it's great singing, uh, <laughs> t- singing, <laughs> then you're like area code," And then can't. I'd go up and say, you guys were going <laughs> to let me say the n-word but i can't say and my friend word can't fuck. say god damn now fuck off and then just yeah. drop the mic and leave but i think i did say i'd have been f- shot
1: i think i did say i sang midland uh drinking problem whoops and uh <laughs> did i do anything it doesn't have it in there but i was like chirping them and i was like now remember this next fucking part or whatever <laughs> well, brendan slipped a goddamn in he did yeah brendan brendan is like here's the thing me and you are pretty bad we are naughty boys we're gonna find trouble wherever there is to find it no matter I where in it. the world we it. will find it Brendan is even badder in a different way. He just is like wants to stick his finger in the light socket all the time. We're like (laughs)
0: gremlins. You know when the gremlins get the touch (laughs) by the water water. (laughs) in Gremlins 2 and they've all got
1: like a different part, (laughs) different
0: bit of bad.
1: Yes. If anyone's
0: listening and would like to do a 2007 style Devil Wears Prada t-shirt with me, Brendan, and Jeremy (laughs) as gremlins. Put Emma on it too. I will pay you and i will sell it on the day yes, and and emma list. Then we need to go through this on the next episode yeah. uh, i i will if it's good enough i will please. Pay, i will pay you for the design and then i will sell it i design. need one in a large and yeah. i will make a display of it as well which you can get at display.com using code downbeat
1: we just like y'all y'all were very much like friends before that all of y'all and then i just fucking burst my way into there but like that to me is like this is one of the best friend groups i've ever had in my whole life it's crazy i'm so
0: glad we don't live near each other
1: it's crazy well i don't think i would make it
0: (laughs) it would be rough because me and you i mean i'm brendan but like me and you particularly are like very enabling of, of each other
1: Emma likes to have some naughty fun here and there, yeah. but she's much more mentally put together. You and I at like 2.45 are like, what's the move? And she's like, the move is fucking home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there, say,
0: I'll say that actually, I think Emma is as bad as us, but like, there's like the line of at what point do you, does the peer pressure work for you? Oh, and yeah, with me and you, it's a media and Emily's like an hour. True, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I can't yeah. do last night again, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then two hours in, she's like, what's the move? Whereas yes. if there's a group discussion and it's like, you know, what should we do tonight? Me and you will immediately go to
1: yes. shot, shots. Yeah, should we do shots? Yeah, I started out this year God, everybody already thinks I'm a piece of shit, but it's all good. I'm fun, at least, and I'm nice. So much fun. and nice and very talented. Yeah. And so I started out this year, and I was like, me and Emma were like, we're not going to do shots this year because we need to feel good. Emma's <laughs> hanging her head in shame in the corner of the podcast. So the very beginning of the year, after New Year's here in Nashville, we was like, okay, we're not going to do any shots this year. It's the no shot rule. And we did good for how long, baby? like a week? It was like three months. Three we reps. really were like doing good and we were like, I feel so much better. We're not taking shots, like just have a few beers, like having fun, whatever. And then somehow we got roped into Fireball and we we're like, oh, we fucking love Fireball. Right. So now we're just doing Fireball and tequila and Do this you,
0: and that. I, There's only some drinks that make me mentally different. Yeah. Fireball me and Leica went through a fireball stage in yes. pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, we were having a, a patron moment, and then they got mm-hmm. rid of the coffee patron, and we're like, we're gonna have to replace this with something. And we did fireball, and we just like we don't argue, but the fireball gives us a fire fucking. There are certain balls.
1: things that will get me, like, I think it's probably Jaeger. If I'm really hammered, and then I have some Jaeger, I do get a little mean streak, like bullyism. Mm. I want to like see what buttons I can start pushing. Nice. Uh, gin as well makes me cry. <laughs> Let's there's have a, gin tonight. <laughs> there's no way. I'll never drink it again. It gets me uh, so yeah. depressed. I
0: don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Oh, like real cry, like sad. Yeah, like really. Yeah. I'm like, oh, not crying like happy. My trauma is so repressed that it's very hard to get it out. Not even with gin? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. I'm not drinking gin. It's not like, it's not like <laughs> I drink gin. I like drinking gin on the golf course.
0: I need um, I need a little insight into your musical brain right okay. about now. Okay. And uh, historically, I've done these dream festivals. Yes. I kind of hate it. Okay. I think what my move is for it is probably what I want to do is get your top five musical artists of all time we can go through it, we can be we can be slow. Mm. And then when a guest comes back, I'd like to maybe try the Dream Festival with them. So for you, I'd just like people to have an insight into what mm. scratches your musical itch.
1: It's funny, I really like goth music a lot. Yes. It's my favorite, I know that's why we love each other. And I was hammered one night and Emma wasn't, I don't even know what we were doing. Well, you were drinking. I was, yeah, <laughs> she, and she was gonna drive, so she didn't. And we went through the Taco Bell drive-through, and I was, gross, it's good. Yeah, that, I, I created a little bit of controversy on your Instagram. Me talking about Taco Bell being better than Chipotle. We can get there in a minute. And Because you're you're fucking wrong. (laughs) We can't believe Taco Bell, bro. We go there all the time. Food poisoning there twice. Mm, That's why. Yeah, I'll never do it again. So we was going through the drive-thru, and I was like, you don't even know me. I'm fucking goth. I love goth music. And I was like blasting Depeche Mode. And she was like, shut up. (laughs) I was like, you don't even know me. Is Depeche Mode in your top five? (laughs) My top five favorite bands are... It's changed a lot. It is Depeche Mode, The Cure, um, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, baby. Yeah. that's Those are all pretty interchangeable to me. They scratch every different itch. For me, I really like electronic music in general. Um, I like, like heavy, aggressive music too, but I really like electronic music. It just gets me going. It's so like Nine Inch Nails, whole disco. I particularly like it because... When I was a kid, we were kind of going through some shit and whatever, divorce, all that stuff. And I found, I was like going to the library, and you used to be able to get CDs at the library. So I'd go get them and then burn them and just have them. And I got a couple of Nine Inch Nails, like remix albums, like Further Down the Spiral yeah, or yeah, like yeah. whatever one. And He I was, means...
0: Um that used to be a practice in which you could uh, copy a CD he doesn't mean you would get them and just I'm burning no, this no, yeah. devil
1: <laughs> shit <laughs> and so I like my whole middle school and high school I was obsessed with um, all those that I named Typo Negative Sisters of Mercy Bauhaus Bauhaus would probably be up there for me really goth yeah Birthday Party um, I what's liked, your favorite 9-inch Nails record um <sighs> Maybe Downward Spiral. Mm. I like-
0: What's yours? I always flip flop. I was always I like every. it's with teeth, always.
1: And I like then I teeth. put Downward Spiral on mm. and I'll be like, nah, it's this one, isn't it? I think it's just attached to memories for me. That it being in that time period and finding solace. And I read a autobiography of Trent in that time period at school. I was in sixth grade. I remember being in the school library and I was like, I resonate with this dude so much. Because I was just so depressed on the inside, and like making music with like I don't know native instruments shit as a kid, and I was I was in a horrible band called Crypt of Agony, which was just us changing the name from Cradle of (laughs) Filth, same same style logo, yeah yeah. Oh, that's I was like fourteen. That's a good fucking name. Yeah, I might bring it back, Crypt of Agony, but um, yeah, I just I like that kind of stuff. I like cradle filth a lot i like mashuga i like uh, i'd love danny filth
0: on here yeah he'd be awesome i haven't even ever hit him up about it but I th- i've seen him talk on he did like but they had a little resurgence when bring me yeah he did that the that song was good yeah. too it was great yeah that fucking record's good um but then like he i saw him do a couple of like mini podcast things and i was like this guy's fucking <laughs> this guy is angry at the yes. music industry and i fucking love his music
1: I love Depeche Mode. That's probably my favorite. I would say Depeche Mode Violator is like my favorite record ever made. I don't know why I just... Depeche Mode was in Jay's top five. Really? So So I say Depeche Mode, The Cure, Nine Inch Nails. Um, I loved Interpol for a long time. Like I started playing, like what do you call those things? Tremolo picking on the guitar. Like whatever. I started doing that in Prada because I was listening to Interpol, Our Love to Admire. But I don't think I'd put him up there anymore. Probably that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just, I think you
0: gave me five. Yeah, I just like to get a little insight. But on I things. also
1: like like Post Malone and like Travis Scott. So who doesn't? Oh, we had a Utopia bonding last night, didn't yes, we? Yes. Yeah. So fucking good. I love everything. Emma said something to me where I was like, "What was the most surprising thing about me?" Like when we just started hanging out all the time. And she was like, I couldn't believe how much rap you listen to, like legitimately. And I was like, yeah, that's. In my truck. In the truck, baby. In the truck, just yeah. listening to rap.
0: <laughs> um, how much do you care about your career enough to talk oh. about Astroworld? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have a take on it. Yeah. Here's my thing is I empathize with the entire
0: situation.
1: I shouldn't even say it some
0: I mean you don't you don't you don't actually have to say it let me say my piece because I yeah, know already it, I'm I'll in a see. fucking I'm in a Live Nation group chat about it um what well, if if anyone doesn't know because a lot of people that listen to this just listen to heavy music yeah Travis Scott had a festival Astro World some people died
1: mhm
0: some people died because the security wasn't trained wasn't adequate. protocols weren't protocols correct, or weren't or correct. It, was, it wasn't adequately uh you know staffed mm-hmm. water all these things and then it happened and these people sadly died and then the world came for travis scott like it was his fault and everyone was like oh it's travis scott's astro world so of course it's his fault and it's just people people it People that didn't don't know anything about how a fucking festival is run. Yes. He's not sat there with blueprints going. Mm, no, seems like too many water towers. Can we get rid of those? And I saw a lot of the heavy music community who just don't like that kind of music. They're racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, almost. Yeah, <laughs> just just being like this would never happen that that's definitely yeah. his fault this would never happen with us it's like excuse me it's happened at pearl jam limp biscuit yeah. like it, it, it has fucking happened yeah woodstock
1: maybe. yeah but
0: and there's like a whole thing of people just being like, like i mean i can't you can't blame any of the like families of the victims for just wanting to sue someone sure
1: i've been sued before but, yeah uh, have you yeah i can't get into it but yeah for sure can you get into it after this yeah definitely I'm going to end the podcast because I want to know this story. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. know. I think that as artists, generally what we are there to do is to put on a performance, And I think in that moment, regardless of what his involvement was up to that point, he was giving a performance. And shit happens all the time when we're at shows. And I'm very just in my own zone. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really paying attention to what happens. So I empathize with that.
0: The other thing that I just want out there for the record as well, because a lot of people are just, they'll see a cherry-picked thing on TikTok and they'll go, oh, that's what happened. they, They piece the whole thing together. The thing that really buried him was a TikTok clip of... And it's a fucking insane clip of like an ambulance taking someone away and he looks down, watches them carry the stretcher and then he does his like auto-tune singing. But it it was cherry picked and they were just like, look at this, he's he's singing while this thing. And there is, if you fucking dig, there is the longer version of that video where he stops the show.
1: To get the person To get the ambulance there. He's
0: like, can we get the ambulance through all that? And then you go, are they good? Ambulance gives you the thumbs up, and then you carry on, and that fucking happens in metal all the time.
1: That happens so much. I will say, I went to Lollapalooza one year when he headlined, and I really like him, but I went to specifically see him, and that was the fucking craziest crowd I've ever been in of any genre. It was ape shit, and he is a fucking maniac. Like he, he brought out like the aggression and energy I'd been missing from like heavy music for so long i was like god this is my shit man this is yeah. awesome and someone i know it's maybe
0: maybe they whoever at the top has a security x for yeah. hip-hop and security y for metal you just need security fucking z, z- and it's, <laughs> everybody and it's the no or just the best yeah, yeah. just the fucking best Cream because, of the crop. Yeah, because hip-hop and metal crowds are becoming kind of the same thing and they yes. need the same not only do they need the same security, but the same camaraderie. Yeah. and I, Because we talked about it last night, like because hip hop hasn't been this aggressive before True. with crowds.
1: Yes. Yeah. As
0: far as I know anyway. Not the, moshing. The culture's stuff, not there. Yeah. Like fucking hardcore moshing in like fucking the end of the night. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fucking the DVDs, the beat down doctor DVDs yeah, and, all, yeah. and all that shit. Like that yeah. fucking first converged DVD. Like yeah. we've been... Hurting each other. Yeah, and, consensually hurting con, yeah, each other. And yeah. like realizing that we need to sort of pick each other up. <laughs> yeah. Quite a lot longer. Yeah, what is that? If someone
1: falls down, you pick them up. You pick them up.
0: <laughs> or it, or you could go the other way or you could do the Matt cut Look at the person next to you, turn them into guacamole. <laughs> hey baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end the podcast there. It was lovely. I love you. Let's do I love you so much. I hope we do more tours together. Let's do another podcast though with everyone. Here we go. Bye.